Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. I'm here in beautiful, sunny Ecuador in a city called Banos. It's actually right behind me if you're watching the video version. Really beautiful uh, area uh, set in the midst of a valley with uh, amazing thermal hot springs. So looking forward to doing that later on today. Uh, on uh, the interview today, we have the pleasure of interviewing a friend of mine who's actually a fellow Canuck, a fellow Canadian. Uh, we actually had the opportunity to meet at a conference called Points You. Uh, which I uh, spoke at in Vancouver, BC, Canada, and uh, we kept in touch through the power of social media. And today I have the opportunity to interview our guest today, Stephen Wayman, about his couple of sites. One is called How to Save Money, and the other is called Credit Card Genius. Uh, so uh, before we get into that uh, content, I want to get to know Stephen a little bit better for the people listening and watching. Why don't you do a quick intro uh, about yourself and a little bit about your background, Stephen? Sure thing. First of all, thanks for having me on the show, and um, I really wish I was there with you. It looks uh, very lovely, um, but right now here I'm in Moncton, New Brunswick. Um, that's where I live on the East Coast, so uh, a little farther away from Vancouver, but we're connected because my sister lives there. So, yeah, so I'm I'm a father of two two fairly young kids. I've got a son who's three and a daughter who's uh, seven. Um, and I uh, got uh, married to my wife, Maria. Um, we've been together for, I'm uh, married for about 11 years. And, um, you know, I guess in talking about myself and what I do, you know, for now, I, I run my two sites uh, full time, How to Save Money and Credit Card Genius. And I started uh, How to Save Money on the side um, as my day job as a software developer um, back in 2010. And, uh, you know, I just wanted it to be a place that Canadians could go to get um, all the information they need on saving money um, in one spot because at the time I was uh, before I started the site I was an avid deal hunter and I was reading a lot of forums like red flag deals which you may have heard of and, and other popular online communities before uh, Facebook and other things were as huge as they were they are today and um, you know, there was a gold mine of information there, but most regular people wouldn't be spending hours of their day sifting through these endless threads um, to spot the best deals or the best ways to save money. Um, so I thought, you know, I could bring that to the more everyday people uh, by writing uh, in-depth blog posts and content about ways to save money. And in doing so, I also developed a passion for credit cards. And way back in 2010, I started developing my own system for um, ranking uh, credit cards that um, was sort of a bit more holistic that looked at the whole picture of, of how a credit card is worth how much a credit card is worth the reward points and the other features of the credit cards and I've sort of been improving that year over year and it got to the point where I thought having a site that was more interactive um, instead of just having blog posts on credit cards where you could actually take the person's individual preferences into account and take into the, the whole picture of a credit card over like 50 different features. Credit cards have like about 50 plus features that are in common across the board. And I could, um, you know, look at that whole picture, which I felt was a gap in the marketplace. So that's where Credit Card Genius came into play. We just put that live uh, at the beginning of June this year. And, um, you know, we're starting to see some some traction with it. Sounds amazing. Uh, so obviously you're uh, big focused on uh, points and miles and uh, saving money through credit cards and sign-up bonuses, etc. So maybe we can do a quick overview for the people who don't know about that area. Uh, how can people start? Um, because uh, it's a it's a huge area, and it can be a little bit complicated, especially for first timers, for rookies, uh, for aspiring uh, travel hackers. 
Uh, so maybe you can quickly give us a quick one-on-one. Yeah, for sure. And you know, that was a, my presentation at Points U is on the subject of sort of intro to Points of Miles for travel hacker wannabes. And I have an article on how to save money about that that maybe we can link to in the description. I'll send it to you after. Um, you know, and that's the thing, you know, people, people sort of hear about travel hacking and it sounds like really complicated and scary. And, you know, you just, you just sort of shrink back from it. And it's only for those people who are, are you know, real nerds on the subject, but really anybody can do it. You know, you hear guys, they, they say like, I have 50 credit cards, you know, and, and, um, you know, I get sign up bonuses and I manage all those cards, pay them off and make sure it doesn't hurt my credit score. You know, I'm a bit of a, a more mild travel hacker. You know, I focus on getting the best card for my everyday spending um, and getting the repeatable annual rewards from that. And then I will do some mild credit card churning, you know, apply for one or two credit cards a year, but I don't go crazy with it. Um, so I think the foundation is that you should, you get to, you need to get to know how much points are worth and that not all points are created equal. Because you see marketing messages from credit card companies all the time saying that, you know, you get double points um, with this card. But if that, the point is only worth half a cent as opposed to one cent, then getting twice as much is no better than a card that gives you one point for every dollar you spend. So, um, you know, I give a breakdown a little bit of that in the blog post and the typical value for a point is one cent. Um, most credit card companies, especially banks that create their own programs, the value is about one cent per point. But if you look into airplane miles or airline rewards programs or hotel rewards programs, um, those miles, depending on how you redeem them can, go up to three cents um, if you're decent at redeeming them, all the way up to 10 plus cents if you're really good at redeeming them for high value rewards like first class travel to um, difficult to get to destinations. Um, so in terms of more of an intro, um, you know, I think starting small is the way to go. Focus on a couple of rewards programs. Um, like here in Canada, we have Aeroplan, American Express membership rewards and air miles. You know, those would say would be the three that you you would you would start with. Um, so just focus in on those, and then start thinking about um, where are the biggest bonuses that I can get. And credit cards is your number one go-to because you can get like twenty-five thousand miles with one sign-up bonus by opening a new credit card um, if your credit score is good. And you know, you only have to spend between five hundred and fifteen hundred dollars to get that. And right there, that twenty-five thousand points could be worth a free flight anywhere in North America. And you know, you're going to save up to a thousand dollars on that one flight. Um, so you can see that your point value there is going to be pretty high without a lot of effort. But then there's other ways that you can earn points too. Um, so, and the thing is that you want to let other people do the work for you. Um, people like my own, my, my own sites, and then there's other popular bloggers out there. You just want to get in touch with those sites and follow them on a regular basis, and they'll drive you to the best offers and the best ways to earn points on a regular basis. So um, instead of having to sift through forums and watch credit card issuer sites and look for the offers yourself, you know, just let other people hand them to you. And um, as I said before, you know, try to apply for a few credit cards a year if you're uh, good at paying them off uh, every year and you every month and you never uh, accrue any interest right because you want to make sure you're not losing money um, by carrying about carrying a balance because if you're carrying a balance in your card then right away I mean this kind of thing isn't for you um, 
So you apply for a couple of years. That way you're going to be sure your credit score isn't going to be taking a big hit. And, um, you know, you still get the bonuses that are enough to travel every year, or every two years. Um, so what else can we talk about? So one big mistake, I guess, that you would want to warn people of is that you should always pretty much redeem your points for travel when you have a credit card. If the card's focused at all on travel, you don't want to be getting the gift card. You don't want to be getting the merchandise out of the, uh, out of the store. Um, you don't want to be using it for really anything else other than flights and possibly hotels. And you have to be careful with vacation packages as well, because a lot of people are attracted to vacation packages because it's all inclusive, right? But if you do the points math and you calculate how much dollars that's worth to you for how many points you're redeeming, you're often going to be under one cent per point. But if you just focus on flights or hotels or the thing that the card is best at, then you're going to be getting up near that three cent level. And obviously tripling the value of your points is, is going to be something that will get you going a lot further. Um, I could talk forever on this subject. Um, I don't know how, how much you want me to, to go in detail, but let's no. break it there and see if you had any follow-up questions. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, obviously you have a whole site dedicated to it. It's your passion. You speak about the subject, uh, get interviewed about it, etc. So uh, why don't we uh, uh, touch base on your uh, site? It's called How to Save Money. What an amazing site, uh, domain name URL, because uh, who out of all the listeners and viewers who are watching today doesn't want to save money, especially for us to travel quite regularly. We definitely need to save money so that we can extend our travels as long as possible. So um, on howtosavemoney.ca, uh, walk us through some of the different uh, ways that people can save money besides obviously what we've covered travel hacking any other tips or advice yeah well really it I like to say focus in on your recurring sp expenses first anything that's costing you money on a regular basis um, be it your um, you know your home heating costs your your cable bill your cell phone bill um, you know, all those things that come out of your insurance costs um, or um, even your mortgage payment, right? Those things are the thing. If you can save a little bit of money on those um, big items, it's going to accrue for your whole life and you're going to be so much better off because of it. Um, so, you know, in terms of, of, say, your mortgage, let's take that for example. Um, you know, if you're not both using a mortgage broker, and comparing your rates online um, and looking at alternative lenders to the big banks, then you're paying you know, thousands of dollars in interest that you don't need to be. Mortgage rates are extremely low today, even though rates are starting to rise. But um, if you're paying like half a percent um, higher than what the bottom rate you could get is, you, know, you, you can be adding up to tens, even hundreds of thousands of dollars in extra costs over the 25 or 30 year period of your mortgage. Um, and that's so that would be like one area where I would recommend people always compare comparison shop the most they can, because people tend to, to trust their bank and that's something that you shouldn't do. And you don't always need to do your banking at the same place. It seems easier to always bank at one location, but you can have your credit card at one location, you can have your checking account at another location, you can have your mortgage at a third location, and you can have your investment account at a fourth location. And in terms of like digital privacy and hacking and things as well, I mean, having it spread out like that is, you know, you're better protected because if one thing gets compromised, you haven't given away the, the keys to the whole 
you know, to the whole kingdom. So um, I would, I would, I would heavily suggest, you know, for those big items shopping around. So, you know, cable cutting, cutting the cord for your TV is another big thing. I mean, it's not as, as new talk as it used to be. Um, but I wrote a massive article um, geared towards Canadians about how to get TV for free online. That's also legal, right? I mean, everybody knows like streaming has been around, you know, and you can, you can pirate stuff left and right. But, you know, back in 2010, when I first wrote that article, you know, a lot of people, you know, we're still paying for cable, but there are so many ways now that you can um, get content for free um, directly through the network websites simply by using inexpensive devices or hooking your own computer up to your TV, using a Chromecast, which is this little device that allows you to display any um, information that's on your Chrome web browser on your TV uh, over your wireless signal. Um, you know, you can get access to um, dozens of channels. I think I tracked uh, between around 35 in Canada networks that just put their content in full episodes of TV up um, for free. So with a little bit of hardware and a little bit of know-how, you can you know cut that expense out um, completely. Now, if you really want to keep the cable because you're a sports nut or something that's harder to get online, you know, negotiating with these people is is something that few people take the time to do, but can yield big results. You can save up to 30% on your on your cable and cell phone costs um, simply by calling and telling them, you know, you've been a loyal customer, you're looking to cut your costs a little bit. Is there anything they can do? And it's even better if you show up with a competitor's offer in hand because the new customers always get the best deal, right? Because people always want new customers and customers and they tend to treat their existing customers a little below because you know, they think they're just gonna stay there and pay the price. So show people new customer offers, show your existing provider new customer offers, and you'll be surprised at how much money you can save. And if the first person you speak to isn't willing to do anything, you can call back or request to speak to somebody in the retentions department, which are people who their specialty is to stop people from canceling their service, um, to keep them as a customer, and those people have a lot more um, authority to make the decision of cutting your costs um, or giving you extra services to keep you as a customer. So those are a couple of examples. Um, cover I cover a whole wide range of things. Like and sometimes it's you know it's it can even range into spending money to save money. Um, for example, in Canada in the north we have you know terrible weather in the winter time and lots of salt on the roads to try and keep them drivable. And that stuff is just eat your car. And um, so I went into detail about the different rust checks that are out there, if they're beneficial, if they actually stop your car from rusting. So you can spend, you know, $100, $150 a year if you're using the right rust check uh, product. It really does make a difference. Your car won't rust out because the engines in cars tend to last a really long time, but the cars get junk because the body um, just completely deteriorates. So if you're protecting the body properly, you can take that investment that would last you about 10 years and you can get that up to 20 years maybe. And if you amortize that out over the total cost of the vehicle, you know, you're going to be saving yourself thousands of dollars. Um, yeah. So I, you know, if you hit the website, I, I divide it up into sections, you know, bills, credit cards, deals and tools, finances, fun, rewards, shopping and travel. And I just cover the whole gambit of, of, ways you can save money in each of those sort of different areas depending what's uh, of interest to you.
Yeah, I had a chance to look at the website. It is very comprehensive, and you have a lot of different articles, a lot of different resources. So I highly recommend people check it out, howtosavemoney.ca. Um, so uh, you recently launched um, Credit Card Genius, as you mentioned earlier in the interview. And uh, for those of you listening and watching, this is going to be a little bit more of a deeper dive. For those of us Canucks, uh, Canadians who want to uh, best use credit cards to get points and miles. So uh, um, why don't we firstly uh, get into the origin story there of uh, Credit Card Genius. Uh, what made you start the site and what are the major uh, themes and topics you're covering on that site? Yeah, so what made me start the site was that, you know, I told this... Um, I told this analogy to to somebody recently um, that you know in terms of what's already out there in terms of credit card comparison sites, um, it's kind of like if you were looking for a new house and you went to a realtor and you know he told you I can show you all the houses that have the absolute best roofs. He knew everything about roofs and because a roof is important to a house of course you need a roof you don't want rain to come into your house it protects the whole house it's one of the most important features of a house but is it the only feature of a house absolutely not there's hundreds and hundreds of important features about a house that you want to consider before you make that purchase but you know if that realtor is focusing only on one or two or three of those features then you're not getting the whole picture so with credit card genius you know we don't just focus on the roof and credit card sites are guilty of mostly focusing just on the rewards and the reward value and sometimes the annual fees. Um, and sometimes they don't even do a really good job of considering what happens if you're how you're redeeming your points, right? It's just like they, they say your points are worth X. You don't really know where that number comes from and you know, it, it doesn't change. So with credit card genius, we look at more than 50 different features including the rewards, annual fee, um, how you're redeeming your rewards, the insurance coverage, there's more than 16 different types of insurance coverage out there the credit cards have, um, the interest rates, um, things like companion vouchers for free travel, um, you know, does it give concierge access, the concierge service? Are you getting priority check-in or free check bags on your, on your flights? Um, do you get upgraded status in a hotel rewards program? And I could go on and on, you know, it's over 50. So, all those things, we take all those 50 things and we distill it down into one score out of five. Um, so cards are ranked between zero and five and those features are all weighted in there to produce that one score. And then we apply your personal preferences to that. So we have a slider system when you land on the homepage and we tell you and you get to tell us what's most important to you in a credit card. And you don't just have to choose one thing, um, you can choose a range of things and that dynamically updates the, the genius rating we call it so that cards will be weighted higher and give a higher score depending on how much you value that feature of a credit card um, so yeah bringing bringing more to the table i guess was why i wanted to start it i had done sort of more basic rankings and started working on this algorithm for comparing credit cards back in 2010 i've been publishing reviews on how to save money um, since then and have been improving it year over year and I just got to the point where I'm like, well, I want to, I want a dedicated site and I don't want to talk about credit cards, frankly, so much on how to save money because the site is more about saving money and not just credit cards, but I have a huge passion for credit cards. So this gives me a place to focus that passion and energy. 
Sounds great, uh, Stephen. So uh, I, I'm sure you get this question a lot, but uh, you know, like, what's the best credit card to get for uh, points and miles? But uh, I saw on your side you actually have uh, outlined it based on a number of different factors, uh, including um, the best uh, credit card with uh, no fees, the best cashback one, the best mm -hmm. airplane one, best air miles one. So maybe you can walk us through: um, is there actually a best overall one? And if not, uh, maybe outline those different categories. Yeah, so in terms of the best overall card, um, it tend, I tend to, to say the American Express Gold Rewards card um, is the best overall card because it has an extremely flexible uh, rewards program that you can redeem for, you can transfer your points to miles in several programs, Aeroplan, which unfortunately is going through changes in 2020, so it could affect reward value, uh, but right now the rewards are still uh, up to, you know, for typically between two and a half and three cents. In value, um, you can redeem them for Starwood points. Um, it's not one to one there, or British Airways Avios, which is one to one. Um, so that you know boosts the reward value, and you get one point, one point or mile if you just if you choose to transfer per dollar spent. And then on gas, groceries, drugstore, and travel purchases, you get two points per mile. Uh, spent or two points per dollar spent. I'm, I'm misspeaking there, and it also comes with one of the bigger sign-up bonuses of cards in Canada: um, twenty-five thousand uh, points, which can be converted to miles. Um, I say that's worth around six hundred and twenty-five dollars. It has a hundred and fifty-dollar annual fee, but that's always waived in the first year. So um, you know you don't you can get those points for free, and there's nothing obligating you to keep the card into the second year. Um, in addition, it has uh, quite a good list of insurance coverage that comes free with the card. Um, and, you know, you can also choose to redeem your points for uh, flexible travel. So any purchase you make to the card that's a travel purchase, you can redeem your membership rewards points directly for a straight statement credit against that. Now, they're not as valuable as if you transfer it to miles, but it's still a great option. And the American Express also recently added the ability to um, pay for any purchase you want that you make on your card. Now it's again at a slightly less value. Um, so you go from three cents to one cent if you're redeeming for flexible travel purchases, and then you go to 0.7 cents if you're redeeming for any purchase. So your reward value drops off, but your flexibility goes up. Um, and in addition to that, um, you know, it has this card has no minimum income requirement, which, you know, for all these premium features, there's pretty much no other card in the market. Um, that has has that. Of course, they're going to evaluate you one on one to see if you're, you know, you have the credit score and, and meet the requirements. But you don't have to, you know, meet that eighty thousand dollars a year. Um, so you still have a chance of getting the card if you if your uh, if your income doesn't isn't you know one percent one percent of the world. You know, um, so with all these features combined um, into one card, it's sort of the most well-rounded card on the market. And uh, what about all those uh, categories? Uh, you've listed several different categories, like I mentioned, uh, the no-fee one and the air miles and airplane, et cetera. Yeah. So if you use the the slider tool on the homepage, it will, it'll weight things for you dynamically, and you'll get a recommendation list of cards that are best for you. And that could be a travel card. It could be a cashback card. It could be a flexible, a flexible rewards card. Um, and we don't exclude cards from your results. Uh, like if you say you prefer travel, 
um, we don't exclude cashback cards from your results because a cashback card can be used to make a travel purchase, right? Cash can be used for anything. So that's one way we're, that we're, we're diff different than other comparison sites. If, they, if you say you want travel rewards, they're going to exclude the cashback rewards from your results. We don't do that. But we also have those separate lists for people who are looking for just cards that fall in a typical in a typical category. So that's what you're talking about. So for best cashback cards, for example, um, if you go to that page, you're gonna see the top 10 cashback uh, cards that are available in Canada, and it will filter out everything else and only score um, the cashback cards against other cashback cards. So the MBNA Rewards World Elite MasterCard is an oddly named card because it, it's called a rewards card, but the thing that's special about that card, it's the top cashback card in Canada, is that it you get the same value if you redeem your points for travel as if you redeem your points for cash. And it's probably it is the most flexible rewards program available in Canada too, the, the MBNA rewards program, because you can redeem your points for a check, you can redeem your points for a direct deposit into your bank account. You can redeem your points for a statement credit. You can redeem your points for a charity donation. You can redeem your points for merchandise. You can redeem your points for um, a travel a travel credit. Um, and a, there's a few others as well that are, are leaving me right now. But and you know you get the top value um, for most of those things. Like merchandise is an exception. You may not get the full value there. But you get two points per dollar um, for every dollar you spent, and each point is worth one cent. So that's a two percent return on your spending. Um, not quite as good as as miles, but for a cashback card, um, that's um, phenomenal. And um, there are other cards that might give you four percent on, like, say, gas purchases or grocery purchases. But most of our purchases aren't falling into those specific categories. And if we can get the two percent across the board on every purchase you make, um, you're going to get a lot more rewards on an annual basis. So for somebody who spends two thousand dollars a month, you're going to get three hundred and ninety-one net annual rewards that's after paying for the, the annual fee of $89 so you're going to have $391 in your pocket on a yearly basis in cash and um, it comes with again a good suite of insurance coverage and other perks uh, like uh, concierge service um, as well so um, talking about cashback that would be my go-to card um, again it's the MBNA rewards world elite now let's uh, let's take a look at some of the other cover uh, categories um, so no fee travel um, I'll just touch on that briefly it's it's a category you know people are like who might want to get into travel hacking or get into travel points but don't want to commit to an annual fee or unsure how much they can spend um, that this is a the credit card companies don't issue a lot of cards in this category because travel cards are associated with premium the premium market and um, that means that there's usually a, an annual fee associated with to um, add all those extra perks and features. Um, but one card, the CIBC Aventura Visa card, is a decent uh, no-fee travel rewards card um, that allows you to earn uh, one point for every dollar you spend on gas, groceries, and drugstore, uh, as well as travel purchases made through their reward center, and one point for every $2 spent elsewhere. Um, you're going to have no minimum income requirements on that, and um, well, there's a fam there's a minimum family income of fifteen thousand dollars, but that's pretty easy easy to reach. So it's a good way to get your feet wet. 
um, and to try travel points, see how they work. And there's no risk, right? So that's why I include that on the site um, as an option for beginners. And what else can we talk about? So I have the airplane and air miles listed for, for people who, who love those programs. Air miles in particular doesn't give you um, some of the best reward value if you compare it to other programs, but it's easy to earn those points because um, so many stores offer them here in Canada. Um, so this is a good example of where choosing the right card makes a big difference because um, if you look at the rankings for the BMO Air Miles World Elite, it's just rated so much higher than any other card in the market. And that's because you get one uh, air mile for every $10 you spent on all purchases, whereas most other cards are one for every $15 spent or one for every $20 spent. So you're getting about double the amount of air miles. It's got a reasonable annual fee. It allows you to discount your North American flights if that's what you choose to redeem for your reward by 25%. So you pay 25% miles, less miles, um, which adds to the, to the value. In addition, it comes with one of the best suite of insurance coverages of any card in Canada. So um, when you add all these things together, it's just far and away uh, better than any other air miles card in the market. So um, that's why doing this comparison and making sure you get the best card um, really, it's worth the time and effort. Sounds amazing, Stephen. You've definitely uh, created amazing resources for us uh, Canadians who want to uh, best use credit cards and uh, best uh, use uh, miles and points. Uh, so if people wanted to connect with you, ask you questions about uh, how to save money, but uh, also about the credit card genius, if they wanted to uh, sign up and uh, test it out, uh, how can they do that? What are the sites and links uh, for our viewers and listeners today? Yeah, well, I definitely just go to creditcardgenius.ca or just Google credit card genius, and you'll it should be there as the first result. And again, it's how to save money.ca um, or Google how to save money, and it'll be one of the first few results there as well. Um, that's the easiest way. We have contact forms on both of those sites if you want to send us a direct question, or we also have an email list that you can subscribe to. If you land on our site, you should uh, see where you can enter your email address and name. And then we send out weekly updates with the best offers and deals and new blog posts um, that come straight to your inbox. So that's really the best way to stay connected um, on an ongoing basis. Yeah, highly recommended. I'm actually on that email list. Uh, great, um, you know, tips coming through to my inbox directly. So I don't have to search for it. It comes to me. Uh, so Stephen, it was great chatting with you again. Uh, great catching up with you. Uh, thanks for all your insights about travel hacking, points and miles, and credit card genius. You're most welcome. Thanks for having me on the show. Enjoy your time there. I hope you have fun at the hot springs. <laughs> How can we not? Uh, you know, I'm from Canada and we were so used to cold weather. So uh, when you have beautiful blue skies, amazing nature and uh, hot springs, how can you not? So thanks okay. everyone for tuning into this episode. Make sure you check out Stephen's website once again, howtosavemoney.ca and also creditcardgenius.ca. I'll have the links below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to this on iTunes, they'll be right in the show notes. Uh, so thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we not only teach you how to make money, we also teach you how to save money.